0: Pittsburgh Steeler fans, what's going on? This is Jeff Hartman, senior editor of Behind the Steel Curtain.com. with you for a, wow, I don't even know how to describe the game we just saw between the Pittsburgh game. Steelers and the Carolina Panthers. The final score being 34-9, the Panthers absolutely shellacked the Steelers in the preseason finale. I was telling Brian Anthony Davis, who I'm going to welcome to the show here shortly, that we've been through a lot of these fourth game, preseason games, and that was about as bad as it gets, and it was boring. It was—I felt like I was going to fall asleep through it. Uh, but let's bring Brian on. What's up, Brian? How are you this late afternoon evening? <laughs> I'm ready for bed, <laughs> and I got to tell you, debacle is what
1: I call this game.
0: It was—it yeah. was just ugly. Yeah, absolutely. It, it was—I—I I don't even notice it. Dave, Dave Schofield's here. What's up, Dave? How did you enjoy that game? Enjoy? <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs>
2: Um, that was it, interesting. I mean, it's funny because I know a lot of people were complaining about the the Carolina announcers, because unless you were in the Pittsburgh area and watching it on KDKA or one of the affiliates, if you were watching it anyway through NFL Network or Game Pass or whatnot, it was Carolina. I I knew better. I didn't listen to one play that they did. I had them muted. I had Steelers nation radio on my laptop listening to it. And I was listening to the play about anywhere from five to eight seconds before it went down, since I didn't have the ability to rewind and watch the play twice. So I heard it knew what was coming and then could watch and see what I wanted to see. And honestly, it with a game like this, it was worth doing it like that because it was not. enjoyable. Well, fans, anyway.
0: fans that complained about Ross Tucker in Philadelphia you can't say a word after you listen to Steve Smith. Oh my gosh, this guy. If there were parts where it was kind of refreshing to hear someone give their honest to goodness take on something, I mean, he was basically saying that Dwayne Haskins was pure trash on the air, um, okay. which he kind of was tonight, but anyways, uh, it, it, he was just he just wouldn't stop, and yeah, I've never been a fan of his, anyways, but still. Yikes! Uh, yikes could be used uh, to describe this game in a lot of different ways. We'll start off uh, just oh, in, in general, this game it, it kind of had a different feel to it based on the fact that Carolina they had Sam uh, Sam Darnold in the game for the almost the entire first half. I think it was the first half. Um, they had their starters in for a long time. Pittsburgh. They didn't have their starters in nearly as much as we had predicted just last night on the Steelers preview. Brian, what do you think about just how the game went down? No real specifics just yet, but what were your thoughts?
1: You know what, it, it, it's – Jeffrey Benedict just put this in the uh, live chat. A lot of roster battles were solved, and I'm just going to take uh, – I'm really just going to go ahead and, you know, take credit for what he's writing on there. You know, I – man, it was – we were – not concerned about a win or a loss here. We were considered... We, we wanted quality play. There's no... that Not much quality play. There's a couple guys you could say, mm, okay, you know, they did well. But, you know, guys didn't
0: seize the day. That's no. all I'm going to say. Okay. What about you, Dave? What were your overall thoughts?
2: My... I don't know. (laughs) Seriously, did the punter battle, did the punting battle come down to a bad hold on an extra point with under a minute left in the game? Seriously, is that going to be the difference? Because on that hold, you could see the ball was tilted and then therefore it floated. Um, I don't, I just wanted to see it be just what it was. Um, that was that. No, don't let that be what happened, but I don't know. Yeah. It's funny. Cause do you think that guys won roster spots or do you think that just other guys lost them?
0: I do think there was one player that won a roster spot. I mean, that was Jameer Jones.
2: Okay. You're, or solidified where he was winning one.
0: Yes. Yeah. Yes. But I mean, if it was a battle between he and Q from the U, he solidified his spot. Mm-hmm. Now, if Q from the U makes it in some other way, that's fine. Uh, but I think he was definitely a player that I thought, hey, he he came out, he played well, he played well, and he had a sack. I, I will get through his stat line, I'm sure at some point. Uh, Brian, can you think of any anyone else that might have solidified something? <laughs> yeah, actually, uh,
1: I I can. Um, I would actually say Ray Ray probably beat out Sexton tonight because uh, sexton he dropped two balls he uh he got one back i mean he uh messed around and almost lost one but he definitely lost another one you know ray ray with that you know they were going to him a lot and we talked about this on the preview the other day we were talking about the fact that as a receiver ray ray is going to get the edge in that entire uh i was actually poo-pooing that a little bit but I'm completely with you guys on that. Now I think because of what he could do as a receiver, that he that he just got back and uh, knocked down Sexton, and Sexton knocked himself down with by not being able to hold onto the ball.
0: Dave, what about you? Did you think of anyone else that well, maybe did a good job that we might be overlooking?
2: To go with that, Ray Ray did not do himself any favor as a receiver until the very end of the game. Yeah. You know, he was not doing well in that role. Until he, you know, yes, he got the touchdown and had another at least one more play on that drive. I was really struggling with with, with trying to focus on on the game. By that time, it was it it, it was interesting. Anyone really stand out? Mason Rudolph. <laughs> well, that's that's what Sean, that's no. what Sean
0: Manahan <laughs> gave us five dollars, and I had said to Brian before we came on the air. I said the biggest winner tonight was Mason Rudolph, and he didn't even play a snap. And Sean says Mason won the backup job. Dwayne Haskins, even from the first series, which I didn't even get to see the very, very beginning of the game, you could just hear in Bill Hogro's voice. It just, he didn't have it. He didn't have it. It didn't look mm -hmm. smooth. Some might say it was the vanilla play calling. I don't know. Dave, you got to see it. Brian, so did you. We'll go with Brian first. Thoughts on Dwayne Haskins. We'll start there. Brian, underwhelming, underwhelming
1: is really what he was tonight. You know, there was now Ray Ray did drop a ball that he threw beautifully. He threw a really nice pass in the, uh, in the first, maybe it was the second drive of the game. I thought that that drive could have been extended and there was there was a key drop, and I believe it was Ray Ray, if I'm not mistaken, uh, dropping that pass. So, but I really don't think that he did anything to go ahead and win this job and emphatically make Mason Rudolph tradable. So all that garbage that I've been talking all week about the fact that one of these guys is getting traded, now nah, that's over. Okay, just. Bad was slapped down on that one, so Dave, you're right, and you can <laughs> you, you can hold that over on me.
2: Does that, does that but... did that five percent drop even more than I told you earlier today?
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, absolutely, and I was willing to take that bet. Um, yeah. You know, ifs and buts, and I'll just say that. But yeah, he, I, I kind of feel like it was the true Dwayne Haskins tonight because he was up against number ones. And the uh, the best drive that he had was at the end against threes and fours. So, you know, I that's going to tell us something that that maybe uh, maybe the uh, real slim shady just stood up.
0: OK, I don't want to put too much stock into a fourth preseason game, but let's before we throw it to Dave, Dwayne Haskins finished nine of 16 for one oh eight. A 6.8 average, one touchdown, one interception. He was not sacked for a 71.9 rating, and these numbers would have looked a lot worse had it not been for that two minute drill. Dave, what, what, go what ahead. was his rating? Uh, according to ESPN, 71.9.
2: Do you know what it was at halftime?
0: It's like a 12, wasn't it? No, it was 2.8. Oh, nice. Yeah, no, it went that low.
2: Then, then, then he came out for that,
0: <laughs> that drive of the, the first drive of the second half, and it, it
2: upped it up to seven. But. That bottom, <laughs> Brian. We, we only have one podcast at a time here tonight, buddy. <laughs> oh, that, that showed up, yeah. Okay, yeah. What was I saying? Oh, um. What were we talking about? Dwayne <laughs> Dwayne Haskins. Dwayne Haskins. Dwayne, Haskins Dwayne Haskins. And it's a shame that White Haskins had to come back into the game at the end. I mean, granted, he then he looked he he looked a little bit more like the Haskins that we had seen throughout the preseason, but it kind of just reinforced that it wasn't about, and some people are going to say, Oh, well, he wasn't playing with the Steelers once. I said it last night on the preview. It wasn't about who he was playing with, it was about who he was playing against. It really was who he was playing against. And when he was playing against their their twos or threes, I don't even know if their fours got in the game. I'm not sure. I don't know enough about Carolina. But when he was playing against them towards the end, it looked much better, and, they could, and the two-minute drill didn't look that bad. So, I mean, especially when you put points on the board. But everything else just kind of shows that – may that it doesn't mean that all hope is lost for him it just might mean that he's not quite ready in this system to be the guy which he doesn't need to be he doesn't need to be it showed us that he needs more time and he's going to get more time and that's just what it's going to be
0: yeah i'm going to go back to an article that dave wrote on last sunday or maybe it was monday about how after Ben Roethlisberger comes in, lights it up for two out of three drives for two touchdowns, everyone is obsessed with the backup quarterback battle, if you want to call it that. Look, I I wanted to see Dwayne Haskins play better than what he did, but ultimately, the hope and prayers of this season, if there are any for a Super Bowl, don't reside with number three or number two or number five. It's number seven. Mm -hmm. So, you know, let's keep that in the back of our minds as well. Uh, but let's talk about the other quarterback, Joshua Dobbs, who left as Mike Tomlin labeled it as a turf toe type injury. That's that can be kind of worrisome. He finishes six of 11, 35 yards. Um, he actually did have one carry. Actually, we had one carry for 12 yards for our first down. It was a nice run. Guys, it's, it's lousy to hear Dobbs gets hurt, but what were your thoughts on that, Brian? Any chance that he uh, comes back on the practice squad or maybe someone else picks him up? I doubt he makes the team.
1: Yeah, that's the thing. Uh, I once again, I was convinced all along that it was going to be Mason on another team and Dobbs as your number three. And I got to go back and change fact or fiction now. Um, but with that being <laughs> said, yeah, I uh, agree with a lot of what Dave said. I mean, I don't think that that uh, Haskins is done here, and I think there's a lot of talent. I just, uh, and I, I'm going to agree with Jeff as well. You know, Josh Dobbs. that, uh, you know, if he does have a turf toe, that's gonna, that's gonna mess him up for a couple of weeks. You know, that's, that doesn't, uh, I just had turf toe back in January and I think it, it truly went away and yeah, I fell down the steps. It's a lo- it's a long story. I was going to um, say, were you like
0: making a cut <laughs> on some Astro turf somewhere and uh, a, it up a little bit? Yeah. Was,
1: uh, <laughs> I I think I was trying to save a snack cake while I was was falling down the step. Um, like
0: like kind of like the scene from The Rock with the glowing orb going off. You dove. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I can neither confirm nor deny. A but... little Debbie
0: snack cake. <laughs> yes. Was it a oh, it, it would be Hostess.
1: You know, I mean, it's like a you know, little Debbie for me. um yeah, you know, I, I do like my ho hos. Um, yeah. So with A little
2: sapphires,
1: yeah. <laughs> no little sapphires. Come on now, would, the, would there be little blue pasty on uh, icings yeah. on there? Yeah. Um, so no, I mean what turf toes. Man, talking about? yeah, turf toes knocked Jack Lambert out, one of the toughest guys in the world. In fact, it just quit. I mean. It just stopped hurting for me in like June. that's that's how long that thing hurt and it happened in January. Uh, you know, so we're looking at uh, I mean, he might stick around on the practice squad if they put him on the practice squad because of that. you know i I don't think that uh, he did anything amazing this year to be, get picked up from another team. Um, I would think that you cannot put Dwayne Haskins on the practice squad though because Dwayne Haskins will not remain on the practice squad. I don't care what anybody thinks about him. He will not. He will somebody will will take a flyer on him as a number 3. So, I uh, I think there's more of Dwayne to to go around. I kind of think this is the end of the road for uh, Josh Dobbs, but you're not you're going to see him again, too. I mean, he'll end up something's going to happen. He's not done here in Pittsburgh, whether it be the practice squad or whether something happens and you end up with some you end up with somebody getting hurt one of those guys getting hurt he'll be back he's he's not going away
0: all right dave i'm not sure if you've had recent turf toe injuries or not but what are your thoughts on dobbs and his performance
2: not recently um it was let's see it's it's been a good t- over 20 years um since since that yeah and it it does suck but the thing is I, I kind of like that they even, that even in his press conference, he said, Oh, it could be a possible turf toe issue. Cause you know what that instantly did? I think that instantly would make any team, Larry, who even thought about trying to pick up Dobbs with the Steelers, if, if he doesn't make their top three and makes it easier for them to put him on the practice spot. I'm not saying that's why it happened, but I'm just saying that's just. a a benefit of that. Who do you really want to, do you really want to pick up a mobile quarterback with turf toe? You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, honestly, the best thing that could happen for Ben Roethlisberger was for, it would be for Josh jobs to be on IR and that way he's, he could be on the sidelines with him. But uh, I mean, just put it out there. Um, But just when, when you, I, I said it on Twitter this is what a game looks like when the other team when one team is playing their third preseason game and the other team is playing their fourth preseason game. When you when you look at a what would be a typical four preseason game schedule, you are you're not anywhere close to being on the same playing field trying to do the same things. And it was very obvious that but the thing was did I expect the Steelers to win this game after I found out they were playing it that way? I did not. Did I at least want to see them come out and give a good showing? I did. And did they? They did not. So that's why it's that's why it's disheartening.
0: So typically, this is the point where we go through the all of the positions and we look at the stats offensively. I mean, what is there to look at? I mean, they they scored nine points and Six of those and the, we're talking about the Ray Ray McLeod touchdown was in absolute garbage time. Uh, Brian, anyone else stand out to you on the offensive side of the ball? We'll do it that way. Go ahead.
1: No, really, really. <laughs> I don't, I can't tell you anybody that looked good. I mean, yeah. If we're going to say uh offensive line, I thought Kevin Dotson in a couple plays I and mean, he was noticeable where he looked pretty good. You know, we can talk about everybody. I will say no, none of the running backs really impressed me whatsoever. Um, Benny Snell included. He had one nice run and everything else was pure terror.
0: Okay. Uh Dave, anything, anyone else on offense that stood out?
2: I wouldn't say it was terror. I would say it's junior varsity. Hmm. Um, to use Coach Tomlin's term, I mean that's what he said at halftime. He said that they looked like they were playing junior varsity. Um, so does anyone really stand out on offense? No, it just they never really got rolling. Never really. I mean, I expected. I mean, what was James Washington targeted like one time, and that was it. Didn't yep. really see him. Um, you know, Chase Claypool got in the ball once or twice, but you didn't want to see much of him anyway. So I, you know, you thought maybe some of the younger guys would would stand out. And it just, just, it didn't, it seemed like it was a bunch of guys that weren't usually playing together on the field. It's kind of what it felt like. It just never felt like they really meshed. And I'm not saying that they didn't in practice. I'm just saying it's the way it felt. It just, sometimes you just have one of those games where it just feels like, you know, you don't know what the guy next to you is doing. And, um, they, I mean, there was a few moments in there with the offensive line that they had some, some nice moments. And there was other times when not so much, I want to go back and I guess I'm taping the game right now, but I'm going to have to mute it again, um, to, to go through, but I really want to try to break down more of the offensive line play. Um, But just, it's really tough to say that anyone really, I mean, Sean, Sean Manahan, $5 into the tip jar. Thank you, Sean. And that's exactly right. They played below the
0: line tonight. Let me also say that this game played out in a way that I didn't see happening. I didn't see the Steelers giving Zach Banner and Trey Turner another game off. I thought they would at least have the starting five out there for a few series. They didn't. Um. They rested a lot of players. I was really surprised that they did that. Uh, nonetheless, I think that's one of the reasons we saw it play out the way that it did. Uh, trying to think, is there any is there any player, either one of you, that, that, that didn't play that you were thinking? Like I just said, I thought Zach Banner, Trey Turner would get a few reps. Is there anyone else that it doesn't have to be on offense? You all were like, man, I can't believe this guy's not playing. Brian, anyone stick out to you there?
1: Oh, yeah, man, this is uh this is tough because I'll mention a guy that uh that uh, did play, play and I'll say that he didn't. <laughs> uh, um you know, because I was just uh, no, not really. I I kind of uh well, you know what? I actually expected to see a little bit of highsmith in there, and I don't think I did see him. And if he if I did see him, I'd be uh I mean if I'm wrong, I'm wrong, but I kind of expected uh I didn't think we were going to see him yesterday, and then when he said, oh, he's home in Charlotte, they, they'll they probably put him in for you know a couple series at the beginning, but no, I didn't see him either, so you know, no one really stood, well, you know, kind of expected to see a little bit of Joe Schobert. was he in that there?
2: Was, that was going to be my answer, was Schobert yeah, and Bush, so. and the only reason I would have played Bush was to play with Schobert. Right. So if they chose not to play Showbert then there was really no reason to play Bush but I, I thought you would see the two of them for maybe a series and I was the one who said that I wanted I thought if if they really wanted to since Alex Highsmith was back home if he really said hey I would like to get a series in you know I with for whatever that but that wasn't the way it played out either but I was yeah Show, Showbert and Bush were surprising I mean I assumed did Friarmouth play? I didn't think he played because if he did, did, I didn't see him. You know, but uh, I I didn't want to pull pull a bad and start talking about someone who who was on the (laughs) on the sidelines who who you know had five catches.
0: Yeah, no, he did not have five catches. No. But i tell you but there's really not a ton to talk about here at the offense. We're, we're actually going to take our break a little bit earlier today. Uh, when we come back, we're going to talk about injury reports as well as the defense and special teams. And we'll cap off this god awful uh, preseason game and wrap up the preseason as well. So if you're listening on the audio platform, head over to part two. If you're listening live on Facebook or watching us live on Facebook or on YouTube, stay tuned. We're not going anywhere. We'll be right back. Today.